The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check our additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. From the Philadelphia Eagles to the Kansas City Chiefs, a former University of Alabama standout, what's known as the Mighty Mouse, number 29, Mark McMillan! And also we have Mr. B.N.E., the man in the middle. From the Philadelphia Eagles, Mr. Byron Evans. We some hard hitters, we some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up, we some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you what we're doing every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. If you sports and Phoenix, we're bringing the cutting edge. Hey. 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 Phoenix alone, show them how it's done. VoiceAmericaSports.com Thank you for joining another session of the Hard Hitting Radio. I'm your host, Mark McMillan, with my man in the middle. B&E. B&E. we got two special guests in the house today that's going to join us today. Mr. Gary Cruz is going to be in the house. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> we got we got Lesnar Jr. over there. <laughs> Scott Peters. <laughs> <laughs> you got Scott Peters in the house also. He'll be he'll be dropping us a little line. He's got a little mis- mar- mixed martial arts gym out here that we'll be talking about. Maybe I might need to go in there and learn a couple of moves, I'd man. Like to have you, man. You know, I, like I got to get in there with the lightweights, though. I got to get in there with the lightweights because hey, he, he, he'll Scott's be a, He's a former Eagle, Philadelphia Eagle. You know, he was after you guys, but uh, he gives a Philadelphia Eagles discount at the gym. We do. We yeah. do offer it's that. free to you guys. <laughs> I just, I just want to come in and watch. I, I just, I just, I just want to come in and watch. Cause it's, it's crazy. Yeah, so there. what those guys do is, is definitely uh, off the chain. So we got a lot to talk about in sports. Uh, everybody know, but off the top, we would like to uh, – Give our prayers and thoughts out to all the families uh, that lost their lives in Fort Hood, uh, Texas, yesterday. Uh, so if you're out there, if you're listening to the show um, from Hard Hitting Radio, our prayers go out to you and the family uh, for the victims that, that lost their lives and some of the victims that's, you know, still struggling for their lives as well. That's right, man. It's a tough time, man. And, um, you know, a senseless act like that, man. You, you, ne- you never know what the guy is thinking, man. But like you said, our thoughts and our prayers do go out, man, to the families, man, you out know, there, man. And I just uh, want to add, too, in Orlando, Florida today, a crazy guy went nuts and uh, went into his old job and shot six people, killed one, injured five. I wow. don't know what our, what's going on with our society, guys. Wow. I mean, it's just – if you if think about that – you're lucky don't read the news but 13 or 12 or 13 right. people dying 31 injured right. on a military installation yeah. worst attack on a military yeah. base in US history and you figure those guys you know most of those guys coming back from the war uh you think right. this is your safe haven uh yeah. you come back and relax maybe get called to duty again and yeah. in your own confines in your own comfort zone uh, you get taken out like that is, is a definitely was, a tragedy. Was the person that shot the shooter? Was he? A, a he was army? a major in the military. Yeah. Was he really? Yeah. Was he, did he, he was like a, a psychologist, I think. He was, and he yeah. was. Uh, he actually was a Muslim, uh, a, a Muslim faith, but certainly didn't. That, they don't. They're not going to tie right. that in. I mean, right. I, and I wouldn't want to tie that in to say. But he was very, very adamant about not getting deployed overseas, right. and he had just gotten orders for Afghanistan, and he snapped, and he was wow. a psychologist or a psychiatrist. But uh, as a veteran. Uh, I, I served in the military in Vietnam and uh, 
and that that's really close to my heart too. Wow. And I appreciate you bringing that up, Mark. Yeah, we definitely got like uh, if you, if anybody ever listened to our show, we we like to have fun. We talk about sports, but we also oh. talk about real life issues that's as right. well. Uh, we all know we all been on the battlefield. Uh, that's just what we did on the on the battlefield. But once the once the whistle blows, uh, you know the the, the cheer and stop. Uh, that's when reality hits. You know, we all have to get out here and, and, and grind and, and make a living for ourselves and, and raise our families. That's so, right. Uh, it's definitely, like I said, our hearts go out to the people out there in Fort Hood, Texas. So if you're out there listening, uh, hopefully this brings a little uh, cheer to you. If we can do anything for you, uh, you know, email us at mark at markmcmillansports.com. Uh, you can also uh, go to our website at hardhittingradio.com if we got to donate some shirts or, you know, raise a couple of dollars for for the uh, families. Uh, we're, we're more than welcome uh, willing to do that as well. That's and, right. Hey, and your but, Facebook page too, by the way, you're, it's so effective. Uh, send them to that too, because right. uh, I get a lot of communication from that. But you know, this this is a praying time, man. You know, especially you know with so much going on with the economy, man, it, and people are kind of losing sight of you know what's what's really going on, man, in this life, man. You you got to live life, man, no matter what's what's going on around you, man, and and, and be thankful, man. Absolutely. So that's off the top. So now we got to get into the show. That's right. Like we do, we hit them hard every Friday. So I appreciate everybody listening. You can also call in, 888-346-9144. If you got a question for Mark McMillan or Byron Evans or even Mr. Cruz or Big Big man over there. Scott Peter. <laughs> Scott Peter. <laughs> big man in the corner. We, we hey. swole up in there today. We straight. Hey. Anybody <laughs> come through that door today is going to be in trouble. Anybody come to that door today? I'm going to hide behind your son, and you guys take care of business. Oh no, Mr. Peters, he'll take care of it. Yeah, he's over there chilling. That's right. Um, You know, we we talked about the Phillies last week uh, with the Yankees. Uh, Hats off to the New York Yankees for being uh, world champions. Uh, Philadelphia Philly fans have nothing to be ashamed of. No, not at all. I mean, to 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 come back to the to the um, the World Series and uh, back to back, man. But just come up short, man. You know, the Yankees just. Just played a better, just a better series overall, man. You got to, but you got to give your, you, you know, give your shout outs to uh, Mr. Steinbrenner, man. For, right. You know, putting the team together and Jeter and A Rod and Posada and you Teixeira. know, and you know, you can go on and go on. You know, uh, Pettit and you, you know, uh, Matsui and you can go on Godzilla and go. Godzilla was on fire, MVP uh, of the World Series. Yeah, yeah. You, you could go on and go on. You know, and then Sabathia, and then you, you know, it just was a better team, man. Well, you, you know what you just said, and you probably don't even know you said this. You just said that the Yankees were about a hundred and ten million dollars. Better they were than the they were. <laughs> Philadelphia. They were. That was a difference in their salaries for each team. Yeah. So one of the greatest teams money can buy, and yeah. uh, God bless George Steinbrenner. Deep pockets, and uh, that's what can happen. Hey, if you got deep pockets, if you can go out there and spend it and put put a championship on the team on the on the line, I, I appreciate that. Heck, if we if, if our owner would have put a little bit more dollars out there, we would kept our team back together in Philly. Uh, it'd have been who, hands who down. Who was the owner when you were there? Who was it, Norman Brayman? Was Norman, that, no money, <laughs> Brayman. Hey, uh, what was the guy that had the, uh, the gambling problem? Uh, that Norman. was a letter toast. Oh, letter toast. Yeah, yeah, letter letter toast. He, That's he, sad. Was doing, he was doing too much toasting. Yeah, he was. <laughs> he, he was doing Atlantic too much toasting. Yeah. <laughs> it, it, it was an easy, easy trip. To, I forgot to, about that. Yeah, <laughs> Leonard, Leonard was doing too much toasting. So, uh, you know, like I said, congratulations to the New York Yankees. Uh, congratulations to all the people back in Philly. I know you guys support our show right. as well. Uh, have nothing to be uh, ashamed of. I'm sure you guys will be back. The nucleus of the team. Uh, is definitely there to come back uh, for another year. So it's baseball. Uh, like I said, congratulations to the Yankees. Uh, baseball season is over. The NBA is heating up. College football is getting heated up. I won't even talk about my team yet. I know. You, you know I won't even talk. I, won't, I, just, uh, I just want to throw that in there real quick. But we got a lot of, a lot of things to talk about. Uh, USC went into Oregon. 
Come on, give me a go tie. Trick. Give me a go tie. With no treats. <laughs> the Ducks uh, definitely put it on them. I wasn't really surprised about, about the way uh, Oregon uh, put it on them. Uh, USC hasn't been playing real well um, on defensive side. Oregon's been playing good ever since the blunt blow. Man, Oregon's Oregon's a tough place to play. We I played there a few times in college. So I went to ASU, and it was man, it's so loud up there. So it's a very hostile environment too. You know, you can't go up there not playing your best. Man, <laughs> I'm you. Eugene, Oregon. <laughs> Eugene. It's about all they have. Not up Corvallis, there. but Eugene. <laughs> yep. I, I mean, uh, Masoli. He's been playing real well, right. man. Especially you know after that first loss against Boise State, man. And uh, you know they've been on the roll, man. You know that's one of the toughest teams, and and putting it all together, that coaches ha- has them on the right track, and. Uh, you know, Oregon's on fire, man. Oregon has their own destiny in their hand. So, we, you know, we're, we'll stay in the Pac-10 a little bit. I know he's an ASU guy. You're a U of A guy. Uh, the Cats have been playing good of late. They got a, playing pretty good. They got a game, a homecoming game this weekend right. against uh, University of Washington, Washington State. State. Washington State. Uh, the so. Wazoo Cougars, who's coming in with one win on the schedule. So, Freshman quarterback. It should be Bad ugly. defense. It should be ugly. But you still have to play the game. <laughs> yeah, you, know? you do. This, <laughs> this guy can come out there and go lights out, throw seven touchdowns, and U of A can, you know, go out there and not do anything. But, you know, so we just, you just still have to play the game, man. Well, it's I, I, it's I, homecoming, but you still have to hey, play the game. Hey, we're, we're going down to the game. Now, this, going will, be down. My, this will be my first uh, – actually, my first Pac-10 game. First I actually back had to pay okay. a ticket. You know, when I was in California, we used to I don't know if hop I'd pay the gates. Pay for that. I don't know if I'd pay for a <laughs> ticket to that game, though. Man. We used to hop the gates down at the Coliseum to oh, you yeah. know, go see Marcus Washington. and Ronnie Lott and all those guys. That's watch. right. So, uh, I'm excited to go down there, check out a Pac-10 game with my man who's always on the scene. He's in the Hall of Fame of University of Arizona. So I'm, I'm excited to go and see your name up in the stadium and <laughs> take a picture of it. You know, <laughs> I, you know I'm, I'm just excited. So, I'm, I'm, you know, I'll take my son down there. We'll go down and, and check out the game. Uh Steve Broussard, who's a Washington State. Steve uh, Broussard. He's a running back coach right. for uh, Washington State who's uh, helping me out with the tickets. He's a local guy from California. Went to oh, Emmanuel yeah, High sure. School. So. I met Steve before, yeah. Nice yeah, guy. so, pretty, you know, Steve, if you're out there listening, <laughs> I, I know you guys are – you might be on the plane or if you're out there listening on your desk. Appreciate the tickets, brother. <laughs> Washington State. But, but you, like you said, you never know, man. And uh, it, it's good for Arizona, man, to kind of turn it around, man, and get on the right track. And it's kind of unfortunate what happened in Washington last play or oh. going down off the foot, <laughs> off the return for a touchdown. But, you know, they've been playing real well. But, but you got to play defense, man. No matter how, how many points you score, you got to play defense. And, and, and that seems, seems to be one of the things that's lacking the most, man. They can put points on the board, but you got to be able to shut them down when you need to shut them down. So USC is out of, out of the picture of the Pac-10 for the first time in a long time that they won't be ready. Yeah, they're looking at the holiday bowl or what, you know, some, <laughs> some little ball. Which is uh, no, unusual. They're used to those twelve million. Sumbo, that's not fun, man. That's Whoa. punishment. We, I played the Sumbo one year. I covered you. I covered no too. offense to El Paso people, man. It's, <laughs> it's, cold, it's cold and it's, uh, yeah, it's not. And wow. Mex- the Mexican food was good, though. Absolutely, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, down good. in the SEC, we don't know anything about the Sun Bowl. We usually play on January first, or oh. you know, in the title games. But we won't talk about that right now. We'll stay in the Pac-10 a little bit. Stanford. Uh, has a big challenge this week against Oregon, who plays on the road. Uh, do you think it's going to be a letdown for Oregon? I don't think so, man. But but Stanford has a good team, man. Thank you know, you. they have a good running attack. Their quarterback is playing pretty well. And uh, you, you never know, man. You, you never know. What's if, the running back name? Is it Gerhardt? Toby, Toby Gerhardt. Toby Gerhardt. Yeah. Yeah. Number yeah. seven. His, yeah. Uh, <laughs> I, thought I, was, hard, I thought I was watching uh, John Elway <laughs> when I went down there last night. No, that would have been steroids. No, number seven. <laughs> yeah. If that had been John Elway back in the day, uh, we hey, that's, number seven. <laughs> that's the only Stanford guy I know yeah, where number seven is. John Elway. <laughs> I tell, said, wait a minute. We'd have to tell John to go pee in the club. <laughs> yeah, I got and then, we, then we'd have to take a couple of them Super Bowl raids away from him, hey. too, because he did, he did break her heart down there in Kansas City. But 
that's the Hall of Famer, John Elway. But, it, you know, it'll be an exciting game. Uh, Oregon State is, is still playing well. Um, you know, you talk about the Big Ten. Uh, the winner of that will be representing uh, in the Rose Bowl. You have Iowa. That's a shocker right, right there, Iowa, because whatever – I don't know what, what they eat between the third and the fourth <laughs> quarter, but for what's crazy, they have, what, five fourth-quarter comebacks? Yeah. Which yeah. is amazing. Yeah. I mean, and I think they've come back in – what are they, 9-0? and mm-hmm. And I think they've come back in eight of their games to win. I think wow. they've only had a lead in one game, and that wasn't against Arkansas State and Northern Iowa. They right. should have lost to Northern Iowa. Got a couple of uh, – they blocked a couple of field goals. Oh, or right. they, you know, they'd lose the game. So they're an interesting team. Bob Davey, former head coach right. of Notre Dame, he and I work out at the same gym. He looks a heck of a lot better than I do. But, the Lions uh, yeah, <laughs> the Lions did. I don't know if he's at the Lions. No, I don't know. <laughs> but we work out together, and 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 I talked to him almost every week. And I said, "What?" And he did Iowa's game last week. And I said, "What's going on?" He said, "They got mirrors." He says, "I don't know what they're doing." He says, "But they believe that they're going to win." And, and, and belief is a, is a is huge, isn't it? That's it. Yeah, they, like you said, they won some close games. They won on the last play of the game against Michigan State. Unbelievable. Yeah. Uh, and then last week, uh, the quarterback, I think he threw like four or five interceptions five. In, the, in, the, in the third quarter. Rick Stanzi, yeah. And, and they came back uh, with with the interception off the guy's helmet, off, and the guy ran it hey. in, and the he momentum changed. 30, 35 in the fourth quarter. <laughs> uh, and yeah. the momentum changed. So uh, you could be looking at an Oregon-Iowa matchup in the, in the uh, Rose Bowl, which I, I don't see Iowa uh, competing against Oregon at all. I always got a solid defense, don't they? I haven't watched much of their games, but I've heard they've got a good D. Is that right? And a good team. Just an altogether team. They have I mean, a like good you team. Said, if they believe they can win, it's so you know that's that's well, really usually, usually the bowl games, uh, particularly the Rose Bowl against the Pac-10 winner. Uh, the Big hard. Ten comes out here, and, and I, I don't know. If, I don't uh, know if it's. Uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> I don't think the, the seriously the, the the Big Ten is not very good. I mean, from top to bottom, they are not very good. I mean, don't get fooled by Ohio State. Now they got a big game this weekend. And uh, but don't be fooled by them because they just beat up on two of the you know the little sisters of the poor this right. last two weeks. Uh, Pryor, I'm still not convinced that he's a great quarterback uh, or even a good quarterback at this point. Now, you you know you know as well as anybody, especially playing at Alabama, Mark, tradition can carry you through a lot too. I mean, people believe that that tradition's coming and trying to mow you over. Many times it will, so it'll be interesting. But uh, I, I you know the Big Ten's really down. Yeah, like, um, and a lot of people are talking about Pryor. Uh, he's actually regressing instead of progressing this year. And people even said the debate of his, if he should be moved to wide receiver. I heard that. Well, he's a player, man. He, he's a young player, he, and he's a player, an athlete. Uh, um, I, I would give anything to have this guy on my team. For right now, just too much pressure on this one guy, right. on this one guy, Pryor, Pryor, Pryor. The, the running backs are not stepping up. The defense is not as good as it's been over the past, man. But Pryor is a player. It maybe it, he it, is a player. It, it, ain't no horseshoes going on down in the big horseshoe. He's a player. <laughs> it, ain't no, it's, it's not going down like it used to do. So. But he's a player. Yeah, they got like you said. They got a big game against Penn State this week. Uh, we'll see what they're made of. But like I said, the winner of that of that game uh, still has a possibility of representing the Pac-10. You know, the Big Ten uh, in, in the Rose Bowl. But uh, we'll switch and go to the Southeastern Conference. Florida Gators are still on top. Uh, Texas is at number two. Uh, Texas has the easiest road, I think. Uh, going to the to the title game because yep. in the Big Twelve there there's really no competition. Uh, Florida still has some tough games to play. Of course, Alabama. Uh, we have a big test tomorrow against LSU. Uh, still have to play Auburn. Then probably have to play Florida again in, in the SEC championship game. So the winner of the SEC is definitely going to represent um, in Pasadena this year. I hear it's not out of the question. Literally, if if Alabama and Florida 
play a very competitive game, regardless of who wins. Say it's a, a three-point game or a one-point game. I'm really hearing it, and again, that those voters could still make that the national champion, a national championship game. I don't. You know, it could happen. Yeah. Uh, you know, considering the following that the Florida Gators have and uh, the tradition that we have in Alabama, they, they definitely travel well. It'll definitely be a big, big ticket for for California as well as the uh, national title game, but. Uh, I'm sure Texas is going to have a lot to say about that, and uh, yeah. you know, rightfully so. But when you go against the rankings and and you you look at the strength of schedule, uh, those two teams definitely got a tough road ahead of them, and uh, Texas could be looking on the outside. I don't, I don't think so. No, Texas, you know, they'd be uh, deservedly so, man. The, the win all the games, to play hard, and you know, uh, do the best they can, and you know, they they should get a shot as opposed to last year when they kind of got snubbed last year. You know, not getting a shot. So you pulling for the Longhorns? No, I just like football. Okay, well, I'm I just, just a football <laughs> enthusiast. That's yeah, it. You know, I'm a little biased with the uh, well, southeast, uh, southeast and conference. You know, a football bit, is and, football. Uh, you're right. You're right. So we got, uh, like I said, we got LSU tomorrow, which will be probably uh, they're, they're marking as one of the biggest games on in Tuscaloosa. Uh, they used to play the games in Birmingham, but this is the, one of the biggest tickets to actually have the game actually on campus. Uh, we're looking for big things. Uh, you know, Mount Cody's got to definitely step it up. He had a big game against Tennessee with two block field goals. Uh, Mark Ingram, who's playing well as well. We also played against his dad, uh, who played for the New That's York right. Giants. Who's that stud linebacker? Uh, um, he's, I mean, he's like a he's a game changer. I, I just drew a blank. Uh, he's he's actually uh, it's almost like the forty six defense. Oh yeah, uh, the way he runs the game. Uh, okay, the, oh, Saban gives him the signals, and he's actually out there doing the same thing okay. that you were doing. Uh, he's called calling the. Uh, He's not like signals. he's not like Spike spiking people, is he? <laughs> no, he's not spiking okay. people. He's okay. not digging in nobody's eyes. Okay. Uh, and then uh, actually, I guess today the uh, coach got fined yeah. uh, for some of the comments. Thirty thousand. So some of the from Florida, but he only gets a half half a quarter. You can gouge somebody's eye out. Oh, he got no. <laughs> that's grappling, right? <laughs> yeah. Oh, you can't do that, man. <laughs> Did you see that video? No, I didn't. Did you see the this girls' is, soccer? Yeah, <laughs> that was crazy too. That wow. was nuts. But this video, you should see this linebacker. <clears throat> excuse me, a star linebacker for Florida. He grabs this kid by the, a running back yeah. and puts his hands and fingers in his eyes, and 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 you can it's just it's blatant, you know. And he got he got suspended for the first half of uh, tomorrow's game. No, we you, used to play we used to play football <laughs> like that at ASU, man. I'm telling you. And no, well, well, but coach, but you could probably attest. But, but, <laughs> but, but oh, our coach was. I mean, but I'm coach, not saying it's good. It's, coach gets fined thirty thousand for criticizing the officials, and he suspends his own player just to half. Why was he criticizing gouging. them? Because the guy got suspended. I don't remember out. what he was criticizing. He, he probably got caught. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's what happened. Yeah. Thirty thirty grand. I'm sure they'll probably pay for that. But uh, when you when you do something like that, uh, what kind of message are you sending? Yeah, bad. Um, not good. Not as good. your star player, you know everybody's got these high definition TVs, and when you see oh, it, you on can high, see it all. Yeah, when you see, <laughs> it leaves nothing for the imagination. No, no, he, <laughs> wasn't it? I think it was you, wasn't it? That came. You were playing against U of A, and didn't you come out of a pile and somebody bit your calf? Was that you? No, but I mean I've seen stuff like that a lot. You know, <laughs> somebody I, had I don't like even teeth know marks in their. It wasn't U of A though. It was, <laughs> no, it was. It's it Colorado. Was. <laughs> I don't know. Oh. How, I don't know how graphic you can get on the air with this, but some of the things that happen in the piles when guys land on. I mean, I've seen guys just you know just stand there, see a knee sticking out of the pile, jump like land on them, or they'll they'll hit the the guy in, a, in an area where it's very uncomfortable. Yeah. If you know what <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, yeah. and it's just wrong, man. But <laughs> I'm sure the guy. I'm sure the guy hit the high note on that one. Oh, he did. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah he became it. a surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so we we hit up the uh, college football scene. Like I said, we've got some big games going on. Of course, the headliner will be the University of Alabama against the LS Who Tigers is what we call them down south. So. 
Look for my boys to pull it off. Uh, Mark Ingram, look for a big game from him. Uh, definitely got to get the running game going. Uh, got to get the passing game going. Julio Jones, who's definitely a stud, uh, was hurt early in the year. He's he's now backing up and running. So we're looking for big things tomorrow. Uh, but I'll be down in Tucson, Tucson. checking out the Cats. I got to go right. support my man Steve Broussard. So grew up with him, born and raised with him. So uh, appreciate all the things he's been doing. So I'm excited to go down and see see what the Cats got, man. Check got out a the good stadium. Team. Got a good team. You know, the 84 team, man, to be uh, recognized at halftime. 25 years. So 25 years? 25 years. The big 2-5. Wow. 2-5. Wow. You going to run out there? At, at I'm out there. Midfield? You going to run Half out? Halftime. With the hands out? <laughs> hands out. <laughs> with the, what is it, 48? N- nothing but. Okay, okay. I'm excited. There That's right. Zay, see that? What Benny going to be on the field. What did you guys do that year? The 84 team, you said? Uh, we just beat ASU. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that matters. That's it. That's it. Oh, man. That's it. It's cold. I guess. I guess no, that, it, I, it, we it, used to say that that's all that mattered down there. It's like you could go zero and ten, and if you beat yeah. ASU, they it's a victory season. But but I don't know if I, I believe that anymore. Now ASU's kind of think they turned know. their corner a little bit. I think they did down there a little bit. I mean, I see I yeah. see some positive things. I don't know. Right. U of A, and then and then I don't know the basketball. I'm not really sure what's going on with that, but I remember last year ASU uh, beat U of A, and it looked like there's some parity. They beat them five back. times in a row in basketball. Yeah, yeah five so. times in a row. That's unbelievable. That's yeah. unheard. No of. more loot. Yeah. No more loot. No. And we ain't talking about the loot in your pocket. <laughs> well, they got players now. They got a good coach. About Mr. Got players. So, Sean uh, Miller's a really good basketball coach. And they get they get they they gonna get the players. So and guess who he was an assistant with? Herb Sendak, head coach of the ASU. They were okay. They, they know each other pretty darn well. And uh, we're you know what's kind of fun? Those two t- those two schools now kind of recruiting some of the same guys. Yeah. You know, and uh, you you guys really pulled out a good one. Uh, you got a seven footer or something that's coming there. It's going to be a couple really of good great. players. Yeah, seven yeah. foot. That's what U of A is. Is you know, when we talk of U of A, you think of basketball. Mm-hmm. Of course, you know the football program. You know, obviously pulled out a lot of great players in the pros, um, particularly defensive players. Uh, but when you think of U of A, you think of basketball, and they've definitely had a tradition of going to Final Fours, winning championships, and, and you can't turn on the TV without looking at a guy that, that played at U of A yeah. uh, on the NBA yeah. level. So uh, we, we turn our heads to the NBA. Everybody knows I'm a little biased to the Lakers. Um, Me too. Okay. I right. love the Lakers. I love the Lakers. <laughs> when I grew up in the San Francisco Bay Area, I, uh, my, everybody hated my guts because I loved the Lakers, and it was Wilt and Jerry West and Elgin Baylor and the old school guys, Rudy LaRusso. And then as they evolved and Magic came along, and I went and I got to cover, by the way, Magic and Bird in the NCAA's in Salt Lake City, the final, with one of the great thrills of my life wow. covering in a sporting event. It was it was just it was just awesome. But uh, and again, the Lakers, so I'm very. Incredibly biased. Showtime. Yeah. Yeah. Showtime. That's was, right. Is our time. Yeah, you're right about that. That's Mr. Cruz. Give us a little bio about yourself because you got a long bio. Uh, definitely been well, doing in this business for a long time. Uh, I probably, my underwear are older than both of you two. Uh, <laughs> so I'm pretty old. Uh, recently, uh, just uh, finished a 38 year, 38 year plus career in uh, sports casting. Good for you. Sports broadcasting. And uh, uh, my travels have taken me. I started in Denver, and then I went to Los Angeles, had a great run there, and then I came here. Uh, and uh, I, uh, gosh, along the way, I've done pay-per-views all over the world for mixed martial arts stuff, wow. World Valley Tudo, K1 Fighting. Uh, I did a revolution show of mixed martial arts. I've been to uh, Moscow, wow. done shows there, Tel Aviv. Uh, been all over the world, Brazil, Sao Paulo, Brazil, scariest place I've ever been. And, uh, and, uh, 
I uh, I would did play by play for I got a phone call. Somebody calling. I got a. I used. To, I was a play by play voice for Colorado State University for eleven years. Then I did Cal State Northridge uh, basketball and football play by play. Seaside. Yeah, okay. before they got rid of the program. Right. Said Bonner's a good buddy. You're going to see Cedric Bonner. He's coming to the uh, tournament. Okay. He and Randy Gatewood. Okay. Uh, will be at the prostate cancer tournament. You two are playing it on Monday at Ocotillo and uh, here in the Valley. And uh, But anyway, I've done some acting, a uh, couple of movies, Independence Day. I played a guy named Carlos Ortiz. I don't know. I think I was typecast. <laughs> uh, but I was a broadcaster, and I told Angelinos not to shoot into the sky. You could start an interstellar war. <laughs> that was my, my big yeah. line. That was it? That was, well, I had a couple of them. But okay. that, that was the big one. That was the one on camera. And, uh, and I still love those residual checks. They keep coming every quarter, man. It's like you know, it's like found money. That's right. They're getting a little smaller and smaller, as, uh, you know, but uh, <laughs> but they're still going. But they're still coming. <laughs> That's yeah. Right. yeah, it's like the Energizer Bunny. That's it. But uh, yeah, I did a lot of stuff like that. I've done uh, audio books for kids. I've done uh, uh, commercials, infomercials, a lot of golf infomercials, mm-hmm. and uh, so I've had a really interesting career. I've had a lot of fun doing. I'm doing some acting now. I just landed a role in a national commercial. Didn't tell you about that, did I? Yeah, and I, I landed a nice role that uh, we're going to shoot on the 16th of November. And uh, I'm excited about that because, see, when they play those things, you get money. You're right. <laughs> you're right, you're right. So, you know, it's a, and since I left a, a nice six-figure job in television uh, to go out on my own in a PR and my management firm, this is kind of a, this is a nice little bonus for me. So and what's, for uh, what's what, uh, you have a website for your managing firm? Yeah, is it? it's uh, Cruisewood Communications. Yeah, so we're, uh, we're, uh, we're up and running. We just finally got... Uh, we got our uh, all of the legal stuff done, and we're an LLC, so I've got a partner, and we're very, very excited. I know it. you spoke of uh, the Jerry Colangelo Golf Tournament. Yeah. Uh, give, give us a little, uh, the people that's out there listening, a, a brief uh, summary about that. Uh, I know sure. it's a big prostate cancer uh, awareness thing. It, it, it's definitely something that uh, males in particular Absolutely. Uh, that we should be aware of. The, and this is a, a kind of a family thing, too, because uh, if there's a wife out there whose husband's over 40, Get on them. Get them tested. you got to get t- I was so happy that Byron Evans had been tested. That's right. right. I'm not very happy with you. You're Byron. right. i got to get it done. i got to get it done. It's a blood test and a whoopee, and that's about it. So it's, it's the whoopee that No, that, but it's, it's quick. <laughs> this, but this golf tournament, uh, we raise funds for uh, uh, Prostate Onsite Project, which is an organization here in Arizona where we have a mobile van where we go to er- areas around the state. We uh, test people. Uh, we just had a walk. Uh, and Scott was gracious enough at the Lions Den to put up our posters and recruit walkers for our, our event. And we got people to walk uh, uh, in September, and we raised a bunch of money, and we tested 77 men wow. at that walk. Uh, it was part of the deal. It was free of charge. So we tested 77 men. We had 11 positive tests. So we wow. just we wow. saved 11 lives that day. Bless and, uh, but anyway, so this golf tournament is the same thing. Jerry Colangelo, mm-hmm. obviously, if you don't know who he is, and turn off the radio and go back to sleep. <laughs> but uh, Jerry we got one minute. Okay, Jerry Colangelo's golf tournament's at Ocotillo. It's November the 9th, this coming Monday. You two will be playing. We've got Amy Van Dyken, a six-time Olympic gold medalist. Burke Campanaris, Billy Lewis played for the cards. Byron Evans, Cisco Carlos baseball players. I've got uh, Larry Gura, Kwame Lasseter is going to play. Kenny Phelps, Junior Spivey, uh, J- uh, Shedrick Bonner, a couple of the uh, guys. Vince Tobin, former okay. coach. You know, So we've got a great lineup. There's a lot more. I know we don't have much time left but uh, for this segment, but I just wanted to... Uh, uh, have people continue to support this cause because it's great, and I really appreciate you guys doing this. And again, 
Jerry Colangelo, Sports Levin's Golf Classic. He's a cancer, uh, prostate cancer survivor. And anytime, go on the Facebook page or prostatecheckup.com for any information about us. And we're here to save lives and help people and men over 40 get tested. There we go. That's an infomercial right there. Uh, we definitely appreciate everybody. We're going to take this little quick break. You're listening to Hard-Hitting Radio Show on the Voice American Sports Network. to the pros we, we cover everything let your voice be heard voice america sports joe cribs no average joe is here for you the fan to hear about and discuss the week's top stories in the world of sports we'll discuss not only the headliners but you'll hear some of the smaller stories that don't usually make it on the sports wires today it's a forum for the sports fan hosted by joe cribs a three-time pro bowler with the buffalo bills joe is a 10-year pro football veteran a former southeastern conference most valuable player and a member of the alabama sports hall of fame discuss the topics with joe cribs no average joe mondays at noon eastern 9 a.m pacific on the voice america sports network What would you do if you knew that you could not fail? The Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile is a radio forum for some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Dr. Pat brings together and introduces visionary scientists and futurists, environmentalists, educators, business leaders, inventors, filmmakers, authors, artists, mystics, and healers who inspire and support individual and collective growth and positive cultural shifts. This award-winning radio show empowers the listening community to be the change they want to see in the world. Tune in every Thursday. Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific for the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile, radio to thrive by. Are you ready to talk sports? I mean fantasy sports. Tune in to hear the latest fantasy news, injury updates, sleepers and busts, all with a new twist from the influence of pop culture and the music industry and their newly designed game, Suicide Fantasy Football. Get ready for the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show. Brothers Jim and Eric Butts are ready to clue you in on the exciting world of fantasy sports. Make sure you're a part of the new revolution in sports radio. Catch the Butts and Butts Fantasy Sports Show Thursday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. You can never get too much butts. Your internet flagship station for sports. Voice America Sports. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. You're listening to Hard Hitting Radio with Mark McMillan and Byron Evans. To get your voice in on the discussion, call right now, toll free to 1-888-346-9144. That's 888-346-9144. Or you can get to Mark by email. Drop an email to Mark at MarkMcMillanSports.com. Now, back to Hard Hitting Radio. I have to do it, though, when I see him. <laughs> No, it's good. We're back with another segment of the Hard Hitting Radio. I'm your host, Mark McMillan, with my man in the middle. B&E. And my son in the back, Isaiah. Always keeping it on lock. He's supporting the Phillies. He went down with his boys. But he liked the Yankees, too, because he liked Jeter. So he's like, hey, Dad, this is, this is a 50-50 for me. It's, it's win, a no-brainer. Win. That's right. <laughs> yeah, he said it's a no-brainer. So uh, big, big, big week on tack for the NFL. 
we all know the big game everybody's talking about is the Philadelphia Eagles. What? And, I, and, the, and, the, team, whoa, whoa, and the team and the team that's in <laughs> Texas. It's some team down there Wait in a Texas. Minute, whoa, 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 whoa. It's some well, team down I'm there in Texas. I'm thinking Broncos, Colts, Monday Night Football? Nah, nobody, nobody cares. Okay, I'm just curious. You know, people might be interested, but uh, <laughs> if you're a fan, you, this, is a, a, this is the East Coast matchup that everybody wants to see. Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles played real well uh, last week, de- de- sure destroying That's the right. Giants. Uh, McNabb is, is on tap. The last couple games he's been on tap. We all know if, if when you're in Philly, you have uh, two bad plays. Oh, they'll get on you. Man. Yeah. They'll throw batteries at three bad plays. Like, kill you before, you know. Like. So it, it's, it's definitely good to see him. Uh, Westbrook should be back uh, from the concussion from uh, from a couple weeks ago against the Redskins. So uh, the young fellow, Deshaun Jackson, Every week. Wow. Electrify. Yes. Every week. He a highlight doing. film. <laughs> He's amazing. Yeah. And, and as a defensive back, uh, you know, when you're looking at film like that and you're seeing this guy just running by people like they standing still, if you're the Dallas, I mean, go say that. If you're the team in Texas, <laughs> you better stretch out your hamstrings because this young fella can go. I tell you what, man, I, you, you got to give a lot, of, a, a lot of love to the offensive line, man, given McNabb's. You know, giving McNabb the time to throw the ball. And, you know, and if they give him time to throw the ball, the Eagles have too many weapons, man. When you have too many weapons, you can put it in no matter where you're at. In, 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 any one of those guys can go the distance, man. And, that, and that's the, the biggest thing. You can't defense against that. The team in Texas, they have been. They're crying. Uh, they've been playing uh, pretty They're good crying. Con- considering their, crying. Uh, their standards. Uh, uh, Rory Williams, crying. is that his name? Talking about he's the number one. Why? He Miles, can't even catch one ball. Miles Austin's the man down there. Wow. Right yeah, he's he's definitely stepped it up. But he's t- talking about he should be the man, and he's caught like what, he's terrible twenty balls and yeah, and, wow. and two hundred games. And look what they gave up for him. Like, and he's down there crying like that. Well, he's a Texas guy. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they do, right? <laughs> they cry. Yeah, I, I guess so. Maybe you need to go down there and, and, and get some get some Longhorns. They need to get a battery chucked at him. You know, <laughs> go up to Philly and get one here. Oh, he's going to Philly. He's going to hear it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it's definitely the, the game is in Philly. I, I know the people back in Philly are, are, are fired up. Uh, that was always a game, uh, particularly any game that we play. We know we always had um, the bounty on us. Everybody wanted to beat us because we we're kind of like the measuring stick. Uh, but the Cowboys coming into town, coming into Philly, it's I a expect hostile, a hostile, hostile environment. Man. Hostile. But I, expect, it, it, I expect some fights. But it doesn't matter where you play, man. It's just a rivalry. Whatever you play, you can play in their backyard, in a in a swimming pool, outside, in the parking lot. It's, it's it's just a rivalry, man. And once you have a rivalry, man, you know you're gonna have bad blood, man. And it's good. It, it's good for it's good for football. Right. So it, it's going to be an exciting matchup. Um, of course, I'm picking the Eagles to you know pull out the v- victory uh, to move into first place comfortably. Uh, looking you know, at everybody I, in the, in I the have a question for, for my offensive lineman buddy here. Hey, Scott, um, you know what's and, and I know it for defensive players like yourselves, which is tough for you guys when you got a mobile quarterback like say Donovan. I, I, when he's running around back there, that's got to be a nightmare for an offensive lineman. I, you guys, it's got to be a nightmare because, thank God, you don't have to play against him. But you just can't lose contact with whomever you're trying to dog, right? I, I think uh, it's more of you're happy that he's moving around. <laughs> he's more mobile. Well, you, as a you got a good shot. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. Well, with me, I mean, with the offensive line's perspective, yeah. it's sometimes you're if you got a guy that's just a sitting duck back there, it makes us look bad. So you got a guy with that's mobile like Donovan who can. He's got multiple weapons. You know, he's a threat and. In any situation, you know, and and uh, you know if he's got pressure, and it, you might flat out blow your blocking assignment, but he can step up or he can get around the guy and, and evade people. It makes you look better, 
uh, versus um, some guy that may, not be, may be less mobile. So uh, I personally actually I kind of like blocking for guys that were better. So when I did make those multiple those mistakes that I was so good at making, yeah. you know, it's, like, <laughs> it's good at. Uh, well, I was a wide receiver, Matt. I just did this. I waved. Like, hey, hey, I'm open. I'm open. I never was, but I always thought I was. I gave up a sack to Warren Sapp one time, and it was it wasn't it was bad because I knew it was, he had the same move and he did this jiggle thing, and I was watching all the jiggle and the gyration, and I didn't watch his chest because the chest never moves, you know. Right. And um, and I let I, I tried to lunge at him and, and snatch him, and uh, he beat me for a sack, and it was just ugly. And I I'm, I mean I'm still just a, I wish I had that one back, but. It was uh, San Francisco and Alex Smith, the quarterback. Mm-hmm. You know, he sat there and just took it. I mean, I was wishing I had a guy like Donovan who could just feel the pressure and run away. You know, I wouldn't have looked so Boom. bad on national television. But. So, oh well. Everybody, I'm sure everybody's uh, picking the Eagles to win this one. Hopefully, they can win it big. Uh, you know, we talked about the Colts. Uh, who got hit with the injury bug like twice this wow. week? They've lost uh, three defensive backs. Yeah, and wow. Bob Sanders is the big one. Yeah, he just uh, yeah. tore his bicep. Uh, the starting cornerback just tore his ACL yeah, on, the Marlon last Jackson. Play, on the last play of yeah. practice yeah. Yeah. yesterday. So uh, they, you know, San Francisco played them well. Uh, and then you, know, you have Gun- Gonzalez, Anthony Gonzalez, right, right now. So he's going to be out. So it's, it's uh, so yeah. But here's what they have in their favor: Kyle Orton starting for Denver. Think about that. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, he, he car, think about Kyle Orton. Okay, I'm a huge Broncos fan here. Now it's coming from me, and I'm looking at him and I'm going, he can't do anything to beat you. It's a, it's their defense, and then mm-hmm. Peyton's going to. Oh, I've seen Peyton just with, with nobody, no. just tear up defenses. So it's going to be interesting. So who, who you got on tap this week, baby? You got a couple couple things written down on your notes. Just the Dolphins and the Patriots. You know, you got the Ravens and the Bengals going to be a big game. Yeah, you know? that's, that's, that should be a big one. Ravens uh, the and the Bengals are, are definitely playing uh, better bas- uh, football. I uh, could say basketball because right. they ain't been playing <laughs> good football for a while. So, hey, but I tell you what, they playing they 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 playing some really good football defensively as well. Right, the defense has really stepped up, man. And you know they always had a a, a a powerful offense in those guys, man. But the defense has stepped up, man. And you know. Those guys are not getting arrested anymore. They, they right. <laughs> you know, they play, they, they're playing football. <laughs> Ocho Cinco, he, hey, he, he's you know, playing he, football. He, he can calm down on the uh, tweet. I think he's hurt though. Isn't I he? thought that show would would be the uh, the nail in the coffin for <laughs> those guys, but they're doing well. Yeah, you know? uh, playing football. Palmer is uh, definitely oh, HBO. Thing? Yeah, the yeah. HBO yeah. hard knocks. You know, yeah. sometimes that's a big distraction. But Palmer, uh, uh, you know, he's playing playing well this year. Uh, you know, coming from the injury plague season that he had last year, and when Ocho just plays football. Uh, you know things work out for the for the for the Bengals, but you know Marvin Lewis is he's a good coach, man. He's right. one of the, one of the top coaches, man. And you know he's got those guys believing, got those guys believing. You know they've been picked on. You know they've been the homecoming <laughs> a homecoming team, man. You know been on the team <laughs> homecoming. We got yeah. the Bengals. Wow. But but now yeah. you got the Bengals. You you got to play, man. Yeah, you, def- you, you have to play. S- definitely got to step it up. Cedric uh, Benson, right. Coming from uh, you know from the Bears, uh, you know wow. they, they they didn't believe in him. Uh, had a big game, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago. It was good to see him back on on, on track. Uh, like I said, a big game. Also, you have the Denver Broncos and the Pittsburgh Steelers, uh, which will be uh, a huge game. Wow! Uh, you know, you're down. That's there, what I meant. Down I was talking Colts, Broncos, and Colts. So you still, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. Again, I'm a product of the '60s. <laughs> so you gotta give that was me. Leather. He must have been years playing with the leather helmets. Yeah, Look, exactly. You, you got to give me a little break on that one. Uh, what am I thinking? Yeah, Ben Roethlisberger and Kyle Orton. There you go. Yeah, there you so, go. So uh, it, it'll be a, a big. Uh, I'm, I'm trying to. I drew a blank on the player from the Steelers, the safety. Uh, no, when they Paul played Paul uh, yeah. uh, No, the Tro- safety. Ryan Clark. Ryan Clark. Yeah, he, uh, he trains at the Lions. Then 
Sorry. He does. The Lions. Hey, th- you can throw the Dan out hey, there, baby. I'm serious. He's throw, he, he does. He trains with us. He's, uh, he's a guy you're talking about that, that knocked out McGahee last year. Right, right. Yeah, he comes in and boxes at our place. But, uh, wow. Yeah, he's got – what were you going to say about him? Yeah, I'm just he's, saying he's, he's a good player. He is a good uh, player, man. And I got to make sure I say a good player because if he's in the line then, <laughs> yeah. if I come in there, he might try to get me in the race. So, Ryan, big ups to you, buddy. He was a guy that wanted to take his shirt off because when the ladies came in at the gym, so we had to, we have a no shirt. Uh, there's a policy against that, but <laughs> uh, he's a, he's a good guy though. Actually, wow. running around pretty well. It's kind of cool. He he gets a, a lot of uh, ball players that go in uh, to yeah. the Lions Den. They like uh-huh. to, you know the the training now. A lot of mixed martial arts training, a lot of uh, jujitsu, a lot of boxing training. Uh, these guys are. Uh, it's amazing how. Uh, Gosh, everybody! I'm just so many guys. We've had Shaquille O'Neal in our gym. You know, he's monster, the biggest guy yeah. I've ever seen. We've been around some big people in football. Right. This guy's like another level. You know, these guys want a different change up. It's a monotonous workout. When you go to sometimes as performance training centers, you mm-hmm. get the same stuff, and you uh-huh. just get sick of it, man. And so where, where's uh, if we trying to go to the Lions Den? We're yeah. trying to get up in there. Where, where's the den now? Well, how can we get located? How can we get hooked up in the den? You can come see me at the den, man. We're on we're on Thomas and Hayden in the northwest corner in Scottsdale. And uh, you go to our website, it's lionsdenaz.com. We're actually uh, starting to uh, roll out our program, some boxing boxing program inside the Village Health Clubs. I don't know if you guys have heard of them, but there, uh, there's four clubs in town. Mm-hmm. Um, and our coach, our boxing coach, uh, you guys have all heard of Roy Jones Jr., right? Right. Yeah, Roy's coach, uh, Mario Francis is his name, and he's our boxing coach, and the guy's phenomenal. So he's great with everybody. You know, you got kids, women, uh, you know, professionals. Isn't Roy, Roy trying to fight again? Roy's fighting again. He's out, he's out, Roy's in Pensacola training. So he's down there chasing chickens. Uh, he's <laughs> he doing. Could be. He's chasing all kinds Roy, of stuff. Roy, but yeah. he better go get a jaw. Man, Roy, Roy, oh, that, that jaw is kind of kind of glassy. Man, right you now. get so many. Your jaw only has so many hits in you, man. And, <laughs> and actually, he was lucky. He didn't take a lot of shots when yeah. his career. He's, he's yeah. a phenomenal fighter, man. But. Uh, yeah, you should probably consider. It's hard to it's hard to quit though when you got twenty million coming in. That's guaranteed right. You're money. right. You're right. You know these guys keep going, but uh, yeah. And oh. it's sad when you see the guys that fight for five hundred and they got they take too many shots. Yeah. So, I, I'm I'm a Roy Jones fan, but uh, when it's time to go, it's time to go. Yes. And uh, he's fighting my man B Hop, uh, B Hop from uh, Philly. Of course, I'm going to go with Bernard Hopkins, the executioner. Uh, <laughs> How old is B Hop? Is he like he's forty? Seventy. Uh, Three. 73. <laughs> Roy Jones, 72. <laughs> 72. We got a battle of the, the octogenarians. Uh, but yeah, I, he's there. Absolutely. Both of those guys were two of the best ever in their prime. Yeah, I mean, no they doubt. were. So that's a uh, reunion tour. It's going to be interesting to see who's got what, you know, what, who has anything left. Um, here's the thing about fighters they have more comebacks than. Any any other sport that I know of, I mean, they, they just they quit. Well, George Foreman's a great example. He's Won a heavyweight championship. He's such a unique guy. Yeah. I mean, because to be able to take that many shots to the head, frankly, right, and, and to still have a, a function, not be drooling on himself. He's a smart guy. He's got businesses. I mean, the guys out there are yeah. very articulate. Still, right. you see guys that don't that aren't able to to communicate anymore, and you can see the regression, yeah. and it's sad. Like like, and I don't want to name any names. Out we there, have right? a young fighter here that's uh, uh, just taking so many shots, and he was a contender. And uh, I know him. We both know he knows who I'm talking about. I'm not going to expose his name here, but it's right. He's had taken so many shots and. It's uh, it's almost a different language, you it's, know. It's, uh, it's they're it's, different it's, people, and it does yeah. rewire you as a person, and yeah. it's it's very right. sad because you see that regression. You can see it almost instantly after fight from fight to fight. Yeah, and uh, yeah, uh, he's a great example. Right, just he should never have gotten in the ring with Larry Holmes. Should he should have hung it up after that thrill in Manila? Right, really. Yeah, well, we were talking about comebacks. Uh, we'll, we'll switch it over to the NFL because Brett Favre. 
Is there anything that he can't do? Oh man, that's, right. he's, <laughs> a was, I, I, he's a freak. He's a freak. You know, I'm, and he's I'm never really from, retired. I don't care yeah, if he says he has I, or not. I, right? I, I can't say anything, but I, I just got to tip my hat. Like I said, we all played yeah. the game, and for him to go out there for this yeah, amount man. of time. Never well, miss a game. You lined up against him, right? I, I came. I played yeah. against him in college. Yeah. Oh, you did. <laughs> when he was at Southern Miss. Yeah. They they came down here uh, a couple of weeks ago. Uh, well, a couple of weeks before the game, he got into a bad accident and he had to have something removed. So we're like, well, he's going to have surgery. There's no way he's playing. <laughs> Lo and behold, Brett Favre comes out for Southern Miss, <laughs> and they actually beat us down there. So, uh, you know, from from that point on, I can look back and be like, you know, this guy's a born champion. But but you know, too, the training is a whole lot different, man. And right. you know, twenty years or nineteen years or eighteen years, how many ever long he's been in there, man? You know, not taking a lot of big hits, man. And right. you know, he's not been on one of those teams that's been slammed to the ground, and you know, but. It's a testament, man. He's you know he's doing he's doing a great job, man. And hats off to him, man. I hope he just continue to yeah. you know What's continue to do what he I, needs I, to do. Three hundred starts in a row. Yeah, I mean that's sick. I think, yeah. every, think about that. I think everybody's looking for a guy like him to when is he going to get washed up and when is he they can start saying he just needs to get out of the game. But right. you're seeing him dominate. I mean <laughs> right. he's dominating right. as a he's in, he's forty years old. Is that right? Yeah. Right. Well, that's unbelievable, man. That's uh, that pass good. he made against the Niners for that touchdown in the back yeah. of the end zone. And it doesn't help when you got one of the best running backs, Adrian Peters, to hand yeah. the ball off to. That's right. Yeah. So the so. higher he goes, the, the better we get. You yeah. know? So we have balls and interception. Brett Favre, I, I have about three of them. So was yeah. oh, that right? Yeah, two oh, or three. Awesome. At least three. Yeah. So well, he's imagine. thrown a bunch. Yeah, especially to me. <laughs> <laughs> so the higher he goes, my trophy case looks that much better. Keep going, Brett. Yeah. <laughs> Keep going. So they definitely they definitely be worth something. So Keep going. Like I said, uh, uh, much respect to him uh, oh, from from a personal standpoint and, and from a from a uh, athlete standpoint. I know I can't go out there and compete like that, let alone, like you say, dominate. Dominate, yeah. And it's it's so rare, man, 40 years old. But you, you, it's kind of nice to see a story like that because a guy that everybody, there's a lot of naysayers now right. killing people's dreams and stuff. And I think right. this is a guy that just didn't care. You know, I mean, he's out there playing great. And uh, like you said, he's got great uh, people around him. But right. but what a, I mean, do you, know, do, do you think he just got juiced up on the right way going on that field at Green Bay? To that reaction, and all of a sudden he performed like, like Brett Favre, yeah. having a good time. Yeah, he's just playing playing football like it, you know, like we played in the streets yeah. in yeah. the backyard. He, that's yeah. what's nice about him. You watch him; he's having fun when he yeah. plays. Right. I think that, that's time. a big part of it too. Probably. He runs down the field and picks up his receivers, and I mean, he's hilarious. Yeah. He's, and yeah. When you you know, like you say, uh, a lot of people turn on the TV and they 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 bet their money on the game, and they're yelling at us if we miss a block or miss a play. But to us, you know, it's our job, and we, we're having fun to do it. Uh, we're definitely blessed to be in a position uh, that a lot of people, you know, didn't get a chance to do. And when you see him out there, you see him smiling. Hey, sh- you know, I- I'm sure if, if we had a chance to uh, just get one more play, I- I'll I'll give anything just to get one more play. Yeah, not me. You you want to get you wouldn't suit up front? No, I'm done. Five six. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually I'm actually second that. I'm I'm, I'm done with it. Yeah. Team. Okay. Well, I'll just go into special teams. That's it. R one. Two nine. R one. That's it. You can, uh, you can safety. Have, yeah, I'll just be. You can safety. have my play too. And I'm if, so old, I can't <laughs> even remember if I'm done. <laughs> 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 and hopefully they don't run my way. But, you know, if I can have y'all two on my team, then I'll, I'll be all right. I'll, no. just, I'll just hide behind I'll be you way back <laughs> on the side. Hat to, hat to the back. Hat to the back. That's it. <laughs> Go, Mark. Make it happen. 2-9. There's my man, 5-6. But you got to at least suit up. I'll suit up. Okay. With the hands. That's it. The gloves and everything. So there we go. We're good. Got to be the Kelly Green, though. It can't be that. Uh, I don't know what kind of green they got right now. Hey. But it's, it's, I guess it's green. Baby, boo-boo green. 
<laughs> Mr. I don't even I don't even want to say his name. Oh, he's making green. Yeah, you're right. About Much that. green. Yeah, you're right. You're right. So Kelly are no green, right. but he's making green. <laughs> That's uh not vegetable soup either. Yeah. Have oh, you guys? Green. Have you all been back since yeah. you retired? Yeah, yeah, we went back a couple of uh, couple, couple weeks, weeks ago. ago uh, oh, cool. for yeah. the uh, for the tailgate. Uh, yeah. Big up to my man Mike Young for one crazy fan. Uh, definitely appreciate that. I also want to give a shout out to our co-host Kareen out there. I know you and Celeste are probably listening. Uh, she's just started up her big company, uh, Profon. She'll actually be in the studio next week with okay. us. So she'll be coming in from uh, Eugene, Oregon. She's a duck. So she's pretty happy uh, what That's what thing is going on. Uh, Kareen. Kareen, okay. Yeah, Kareen will be in, t- in town in the studio, uh, live on the mic. She's excited. She's been texting. She's so excited to be on the radio, be on the mic. So we're excited to have her in here finally uh, to get her on the microphone. So uh, we'll, we'll definitely be excited about that. I also want to give a birthday shout because I know my mom's is out there listening. Her birthday was yesterday. I did call you. I got your voicemail. So I'm sure everybody was probably calling you. My brother just texted me. So, moms, happy birthday. Happy birthday. Happy <laughs> birthday, mom. So, I know you're probably going to call after the show. You want to say happy birthday to grandma? You don't want to give her a shout-out? That's your grandson. <laughs> he didn't want to give you a shout-out. I'm going to put him on blast. I'm going to put Isaiah on blast on the radio. He didn't want to say happy birthday, but definitely uh, a blessing to have you in our life for another year. No doubt. And uh, I'll be home soon for some of that fried catfish. <laughs> there you go. Maybe I'll cook it. So well, you know, you're softening the moms up, yeah, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, she, she hook it up. You know, brother going to town. You know, we always, you can always go back home and mom's going to have a meal for you. So. That's right. Uh, I don't know if Pop's going to put no pans together. He'd probably say, well, you better, get in, <laughs> you better get in there and boil some water. But, you know, right. mom's going to always have some pots and pans <laughs> steaming. That's right. <laughs> I want to give a shout out, a hard-hitting shout out to the, to the Pacific Indians. My man, George Hinkle, big frat. Big Hink? Big Hink. A great season, nine and two, nine and three, made the playoffs. Thirty year existence, man. You know, it's been thirty years since they made the playoffs. Uh eight eight games, eight games he won this year, man, and uh just a big shout out leading his team to the playoffs and uh you know, for the whole Robertsville Robertsville town back there in, in Missouri and just, just making it happen. Big you know. Hink. So Big, Big Hink, Hink, he doing more than uh, shedding, hurling some, some cows down hey, there, there. He winning some games. They remembering the Indians. Hey, that's, that's I know we had him on a couple of that's months right. ago when he was talking about uh, turning the program around. He turned uh, it around. Which will be definitely a, a success story down there for those young people. Uh, so Big Hink. Uh, definitely. Uh, Congratulations you, man. to so, the uh, Pacific Indians down there. The Ready. Pacific Indians. Yeah. So this show is far reaching. You know, I'm wanted in three states, so I just want to be careful. <laughs> That's right. That, uh, well, you I'm better, not you giving better, myself. I might have to go out the back door. I might have to go out the back door. Wait till he's in the parking lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait till he's out of the building. Let us get out the building first right. before. No, no. I, I actually, I, I do. You guys are. Nationwide, yeah, and uh, if you're in if you're in uh, Belize, Tokyo, if you got the internet, ah, domodakato, we're on. I love that. Okay, that's what I'm talking about. Yatu to you too. You never, <laughs> hey, you never seen anything like the Tokyo Dome full of people. Been there for a K1 fight? Not there. Okay, no, no. Well, I'm sitting. I'm doing the play by play on. Uh, I'm doing it with Don the Dragon Wilson. I don't know if you heard of him. He's an actor and a, a kung fu guy and uh, a kickboxer. But uh, I'm doing this uh, huge show with him, and uh, they just put on a show. But the Japanese are funny. I mean, 68,000 people. This guy knocks this guy cold, and they go. That's a clap. That's 68,000 people clapping. There's not, woo none of that stuff. It's <laughs> hey. just that. Uh, Is that right? Yeah, and then you'd look behind you, and in the row right behind you, these, the, uh, the, 
the Goodfellas, the Japanese mob, uh, and they're coated, and you, they dress just like James Gandolfini. I mean, they they do. They they look like mobsters. They act like mobsters. They got girls with big hair sitting next to them, and it's hilarious. And you're sitting there and just, and everybody's following the boss. And when the boss claps, everybody hey. claps. But it, it's a quite an experience. What a yeah. great city, Tokyo. And that guy's out there laid out, sleep, and they're like, oh, yeah. hey, <laughs> oh, and he's out. You know, <laughs> I got a I got a friend who's going over there. He's going to fight in K1. Uh, Eric Prindle. He's a gym. He trains at my place, but he trains with Brock. He's a stand up guy uh, partner. He's 310 pounds. He looks like Bob. He's like a white Bob Sapp. You guys seen Bob? Yeah. I mean, he's he's uh, eight percent body fat. This guy. So they they love that stuff. They love like the the kind of the freaks, you know, type stuff over there. Too. Yeah. That's 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 what they're telling us. So um, he's uh, Eric Prindle's this guy's name. He'll be huge there. He'll people will follow him around. Huge over there though. Yeah. 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 He's the man. That's why I always joke that I think they pay by the pound up over there. You talked about you talk about Brock. Uh, you say you train train with Brock. Uh, yeah. Obviously, uh, he's, he pulled out of the fight because he was sick. Right. Uh, what kind of guy is he? He's definitely a freak of nature. Oh, he's a freak of nature. You know, he's an athlete. That that the, the thing that I noticed the most because I do a little, I, I do grappling. That's kind of what I'm doing here. It helped me lose weight since I got done playing and and started doing that. Is well, you haven't lost much though. Look at you. <laughs> Believe it or not, I've lost a lot. Man. Actually, mostly you're huge. my I lost about 20 pounds in my my head. Okay. <laughs> no, I was kidding. So um, <laughs> I had to keep the weight on, man. Especially when I was with the Eagles, they wanted me at 330. I'm like, come on now. <laughs> like what? It, how do you, I was I was 300 pounds. Anyway, it's a tangent, but. But uh, those the Pats and Genos didn't hurt. Um, <laughs> Had to put it on you. <laughs> uh, Brock, uh, one thing that I noticed when I went out there that was actually because I kind of went out there thinking this is a guy that's got he's got a good wrestling background. He's obviously uh, from he's a national champion wrestler from Minnesota. But uh, so so that going into it, I knew he had some skills there. But I, I took I took him as a guy that was just a big, strong, mean guy with a with a good double leg takedown and that was it and he's just out there throwing haymakers and stuff and, and he's just catching people but the guy is very skilled and he's got a great uh, he's assembled an awesome team of coaches this guy marty morgan uh, uh greg nelson is his name eric paulson these are guys that are just the best in the business as far as coaching but he's got the great and he's got this guy named comprito he's a as a seven-time world champion jiu-jitsu instructor He's got the best guys coaching him. He's very adaptable. He learns quickly, adapts very quickly, which is impressive. And I think that there's not a person out there, in my opinion, that can, can beat Brock Lesnar right now. Um, what, it, what impressed me most, because I expected a guy, like, again, I'm stronger than him. I feel like I'm – and, 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 I, and I, told, I found out he has uh, mono. Uh, yeah, but uh, so I don't feel like I feel like I gave him. I didn't get his best shot, so I was feeling pretty good about myself. Well, what kind of you know? I think you're kind of alluding to this, Mark. What kind of a guy is he? It's um, you know because you see the persona, he's the a, WWE, the the wrestler, you right. know. But this is real, right? And right. yet, but he kind of pulls that persona. I'm curious. Brock is extremely. He's got a very very tight circle, inner circle of people, and it's in, it's it's interesting. I mean, he drives a. He's got a Ford Escort. <laughs> I mean, he's got a car. He's got a small house on a, on a lake. You know, he's uh-huh. just a very private guy. Right. He likes to keep low profile. Very simple guy. Uh, very nice guy. He's actually a nice guy, and I think he understands that uh, you know that this is a this is a show. It's entertainment, and some people don't like that because in martial arts there's a lot of respect uh, traditionally. And when you go out there and then you, you blast somebody and then you you talk to you know you talk That's smack trash, to yeah. him after uh, trash about it, you know a lot of people don't like that. The traditional martial arts fans, but hey, the guy's getting paid. Well, yeah, so. uh, great show today. No Appreciate, doubt. Uh, you know Gary Cruz being on Scott. The Lions Den will definitely be out at Acatillo Golf Course this Monday for the Jerry Colangelo Golf That's Tournament. Right. Uh, tune in uh, next Friday. We'll be in. You know, Karina be in the studio with Hard Hidden Radio. I'm your host, Mark McMillan, and my man in the middle, B and E.
hard hitters. We some hard hitters. That's another show. Thanks again for joining Mark McMillan and Byron Evans for Hard Hitting Radio. Come back and we'll do it again next Friday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Sports Network. We some hard hitters. We some hard hitters. Put them up, tighten up. We some hard hitters. Mark McMillan, my man Byron Evans. We give you for reason to tune in every Friday evening. Ain't nobody leaving. Hit this question, Phoenix. We're bringing the cutting edge. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Sports Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericasports.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management.